Welcome back to the Superheroes Everyday Podcast. I'm Danny Horn. I'm here with Ryan Rowe of Tough Pigs and the Muppet Movie Podcast. Moving right along. Hey, Ryan. Hi, I'm I'm really looking forward to, to seeing what happens to Bruce Wayne at the bottom of those stairs. I know, it's a, we left him in a terrible situation. We are talking about Act 3 of 1995's Batman Forever. If it's been a minute since you've listened to Act 2, this is how that went. Batman Returns was the gay Batman film because it was perverted and funny. And it was all about being transgressive and like Catwoman like skipping with her whip in the department store is like the gayest thing I've ever seen. That's what inspired it, yeah, in his adulthood. But now he's realizing, like, oh, wait, I just remembered. I saw a bat another time. I think that's what Joel Schumacher was making, was a musical. And once you realize that, like, everything else kind of makes sense. I'm a man who uses the symbolism of a bat. I'm a, I'm a bat type of a man. And he says, I guess we're all two people. One daylight and one we keep in shadow. And my question is, are we, though? I kind of feel like I'm one person. I don't know. I mostly, I just hang out. (laughs) All right. Resolution. Act three. Bruce wakes up. Alfred has apparently taken care of him. Oh, good. Chase is gone. Robin has run away. Bruce, poor Bruce Wayne is at his lowest point. And then Chase is in chains. On a Riddler couch. Somewhere in his crazy hideaway. He has a new jacket, which is nice. Yeah, he changes clothes a lot. Yeah, he does. This costume change, I think, is actually really... He's got... This is the one where, with, like, the light up... This is the flashing light jacket? The flashing light one, yeah, which... This is cool. I know. This is the one that he didn't make a toy of. I would wear this one. Seriously. No no action figure for that, as far as I know. Uh, wow. Commissioner Gordon is looking up. There's the bat signal up there, and then the Riddler is projecting his own, like, question mark. Yeah, it's a laser show. With the bat signal then as the as the the dot at the bottom of the question mark. And he says, like, what is that? Where is it coming from? Who could be doing this? Let's let's go down the list of all the villains in Gotham City and see if we can figure <laughs> right. out who's projecting the, the sign of a question mark. <laughs> There's two people. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon, what have you been up to? There are literally there are two people. It's amazing that that Gotham City even is still open for business at this point you would think that everybody you get more than three people together in a room two-face shows up and starts shooting people yeah this is a bad moment for gotham city and apparently nobody nobody cares nobody's doing anything and so here is again a low point i feel for the movie the riddler has left behind a very cute little animated riddle which is the tennis court one with like uh, a little yeah. tennis ball bounce back and forth It says, what is it? There's five something and you find them all in a tennis court. Oh, yeah. This one I couldn't figure out. (laughs) I figured out all the others on my own, but this one I didn't know. And it's well, it's a it's a very clever little riddle, which Bruce then explains to us. It's actually it's vowels. It's a tennis court. It's like A-E-I-O-U. A tennis court. Yeah. Yes. Very cute. And so they say, okay, so a clock, a match. They've been doing this for the whole movie. Mm -hmm. A clock, a match, chess pawns and vowels. And Albert says, what do they all have in common? And the answer is nothing. Nothing. It doesn't make any difference. But I love scenes like this in movies that are are so cheesy and the characters are figuring things out way faster than they should be. Yes. Or or faster than anyone would in real life, making 
real life making these weird leaps in logic and deduction. Because the answer is like clock match chess pawns and fouls. You didn't actually, Bruce didn't actually even need to figure out the answers to those riddles because the answers don't matter. The only thing that matters is each one has a number in it. Yes. And so the clock has like 13 and then one and then the chess pawn one had eight and the vowels has five. And so they're like 13, one, eight, five. And yeah, and like Alfred's like, oh, how about their letters of the alphabet? It's M-A-H-E. Hmm. And then Mahi, okay, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. What if, what if the one and eight? What if it's 18? And they're like, ah, M-R-E. <laughs> of course, Mr. E. And it's mystery. And another name for mystery? Enigma. Mr. Enigma. Edward Enigma. <laughs> And it's like, how, wait, do you not, it's just, it's one of those moments where you're like, oh, wait, you don't know that yet? Yeah. Like, you hadn't figured that but part of it out? I, I thought you knew that a long time ago. I like it. I, I do think it's played fairly straight by these two actors. I think it would be better if they were just playing it much more deliberately over the top. It's dumb. This is dumb. It, this hurts my heart. Aww. It hurts my heart. There's, I, I am so with you on so many of the things, but... but Okay. It's a Riddler movie, y'all. Yeah, oh, of course. It's a Riddler movie. Have riddles in it. Yeah. That means something. Anyway. Then is the big toy fair scene. <laughs> where they preview all the toys that they're making. So Batman's suit was destroyed. And so now they go downstairs and Alfred says, Oh, how about, like, this one... This new suit is the only one that's left that has the sonar modifications. And so like Warner Brothers had said, like marketing said, you need to have at least two suits. And so this is the second one. Sonar sensor Batman, wave one action figure, show off the body parts some more. And then Batmobile's destroyed. What do you suggest, Alfred? By sea or by air? Why not both? Why not both? So then we got and Robin comes in and now we're going to do both. And so this is more toys as as demanded by Kenner. So Kenner made... Batmobile, obviously, and then they made a bat boat and they made a bat wing, as well as this is the last one, a triple action vehicle set. Oh. Which you could convert into a Batmobile, a bat boat, and a bat wing. Oh wow. Yeah, it's like the base, and then you can like snap off the wings and put on like the boat part or put on the Batmobile part. That's exciting. So that's the deluxe playset. Yeah, as the kids get that. The Vox says makes three real movie vehicles with the word real in quotes. On the box, which I think is great. Yeah, really in the movie. Yes, real movie vehicles. Huh. Well, not real because it's a toy. So then here comes Robin, and now again for the toys, Robin has a whole new suit. Now he's got this like metallic suit, different colors, like different Batman colors. Is still all fairly, you know, like just the black suit. Yeah, but, but now, yeah. So now Robin's got this Robin like, kind has... of dark red, dark green, and a huge package. I don't, for the most part, like, I don't think the nipples are that big of a deal. Mm. And all the stuff that people say is gay and whatever. The one moment that I really did notice is, like, Robin walks downstairs and then poses. And there's a there's a spot, just like a, a light, hmm. straight on his enormous codpiece. All right. There you go. Something to watch for. I'll have to go back and look for that. Alfred... His work is done here. He's got Batman and Robin, both with new suits. Everybody's got a new vehicle. And then, and there they go. Bruce is in the Batwing. Dick's in the Batboat. Yes. Gordon is looking up and he sees the Bat signal and like the Batwing 
like flashes through it and Gordon's like, go, go. Yeah. And they do. They do. That's they go what they're and go. doing. They're going. They're going. Go, go, go. Then we see the Riddler hideout. So this is uh, Claw Island, another toy. Oh, of course. Sure. Yeah. They made the, the Riddler Power Center play set, which holds the entire Claw Island in a fold-up case, which includes the oh. Batwing and missile launchers, as well as brain drain tubes that flash with different colors. That sounds like it would be really big. It's apparently all, it's like a, one of the small, I think it's like a, not Polly Pocket thing, but you know, like when it all like folds up into a case. Oh, yeah. It's pretty hot. There, what was the other thing that was like that? There's Muppet ones. Yeah. Uh, it'll, it'll come to me or I'll start Googling it later. And so that's why we have like this enormous like mad science thing. Sure. And now they're going because it's all selling toys. And then they play Battleship. They're they're playing Battleship, and it, it kind of seems like no matter what square they choose, it causes a, a mine to blow up underwater. Yeah. So there's a point where they where Two Face says like B twelve, and then they blow up a thing, and they're like, oh, it hit, and that's my favorite vitamin. And I'm like, if you're gonna tell a joke in a movie, you need to make sure it's funny. <laughs> and if you can't tell by yourself, you need to go ask an adult. Look, he's the Riddler, not the Joker. <laughs> what do you want from this guy? So the boat blows up, but Robin ejects just in time. And so more henchmen. Robin is set upon by the aquatic merman henchmen. Mm-hmm. This is another toy. This is another toy. This is Robin Hydroclaw with Aqua Attack Launcher. Ah. I just I went and I found all of these toys online. And I was like, there's a scene about that one. There's a scene about that one. So Batman sees the boat blow up. And the Riddler, like, fires something at him, and the Batwing sinks and becomes a submarine somehow. It's one of those play sets where you gotta, now it's gonna be a submarine. And Batman comes out, and he fires a net to catch all the... I don't know what's sonar about this. Is this supposed to be the sonar suit? Oh, yeah. I don't think he does a single sonar thing this whole time. No, I don't think so. Nope. That's a sonar suit for you. Hmm. They swim towards the the mad science complex. Right. And now the real game begins. So then we get the moment. Holy rusted metal, Batman. There it is. <laughs> the ground, it's all metal. It's full of holes. You know, holy. You like this moment? Uh, well, it's, uh, it's really stupid. Um, <laughs> I think if it were in a movie... You can, you can, tell, you can tell this is a setup. I'm like, tell me, tell me no, that you like this. Here's the thing. Like, I think if it were in a Batman movie today, I would hate it. Because we've now lived through just so many years and decades of these kinds of like reference, like a reference equals a joke. We were not fully evolved. Yeah, I think it's it was funnier and more novel at that time for the new version of a thing to make a reference to the old version of the thing. Yeah, I, it's, I'd see it. And I'm just like, well, I guess that's something they had to just get out of their system. By the way, I, I think the, the folding... Uh, miniature playsets that i was thinking of was just micro machines and like or some variation on micro machines that's that's yeah i think that's what i was thinking of so can you see claw island oh no i should look that up too the riddler power center look up the riddler power center it's really hot okay and i invite all of our listeners to also look up the riddler power center okay i'm looking at it right now on ebay oh yeah okay it's not so big it's just all the little yeah but look at all the look at all the stuff in it yeah, that's cool. A lot of little moving pieces. Holds entire yeah. island in fold-up case, yeah. Includes Batman, the Riddler, and Batwing. You kind of want it now, right? 
Well, I'm looking at it for $69.99 on eBay. <laughs> maybe, thinking, maybe. Maybe. Can I justify that? No, no I can't <laughs> Actually, that. you can. <laughs> but look at like all the little gears and stuff that's in his head. The toys, like, the toys are better than the movie. Oh, that's probably true. Which is why the toys made like 10 times more. Oh, yeah. It is his whole head. Like, you close it and there's his face on the front. Isn't that the cutest thing? Yeah. Yeah, I just realized that that is actually what this episode is about, is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make people buy toys. Oh, yeah, good. Going to be a toy commercial, just like the movie. The island goes up into the air. Which they say, like, the whole island's moving. It's kind of unclear what that means. Yeah. It's real. Everything's in dark green and shiny blue, and it's really unclear what happens from, like, one shot to the next. Robin runs into Two-Face somehow and beats him up. And Two Face like falls off the side of the island, and he's hanging on. Oh yeah, it's he's air. Right. It's a very confusing sequence. And he says, "Like finally, justice is served. Let us die." Which I don't know what that means. <laughs> I mean, he's referring to himself as us, but but why is justice? But why is justice served now? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the, just... the the side of him that knows that what he did, what he's been doing, is wrong. I don't know. I don't know. The one that's been unsuccessfully flipping coins this whole time. What this is, is this is a moment where Robin, like, doesn't let him live. And he says, I'll see you in hell. Like, no, I want to see you in jail. And pulls him up. Yeah. And and then that was a bad idea. Because now Two-Face pulls a gun on him. Yeah. We are going to let Two-Face die. Don't don't worry about that. It's just, it's going to be 10 minutes from now and not now. And then Batman, and then, like, of all the sequences... Except maybe the one with the Riddler carnival machine. This is the most baffling. Batman is climbing, and there's something below him, and he's climbing up, and either the floor is falling, or like the roof is falling, or the floor is he's gonna get squashed. Yeah, I think there's gears. I and think it's supposed snaps. to be sharp rocks under him, like sharp rocks and the ocean, or it's electricity. It's either the ocean or it's electricity. Okay. It's real hard to tell for me. Yeah, and then it's like a, a thing that is cylinder. that is coming down from above that has little spiky knife edges on it, and it's Maybe? gonna yeah. So either he gets like sliced by the spiky knife thing, or he uh-huh. falls and gets killed on the rocks. Something below. else. Yeah, but neither of those things happen. No, because he's Batman. I have no idea what it's trying to suggest. It's just a thing. Yeah. And then we're in the game show. Right. It's just like this big, crazy, who wants to be a millionaire studio. Another costume change for the Riddler. This was the one, the the spangly silver one is the one that got a toy. This was the talking Riddler deluxe toy in this costume. Hmm. And if you like Jim Carrey going nuts as the Riddler, then this is, this is your moment. <laughs> this big villain monologue. Riddle me this, riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black bat another moment that was in every trailer every commercial yeah yep that was it he's still talking about the box for some reason well he wants yeah doesn't he still want to use the technology to absorb everyone's brain waves to be smart but what are we he says my box will be on countless tvs around the world feeding me credit card numbers bank codes there you go Sexual fantasies and little white lies. What uh, what are you doing with it, though? He wants everybody's credit card number so he can, uh, you know, order DoorDash and charge it to somebody else. 
but you already have all the money now. Yeah. Does he want money? What does he want? What does he want is my question. He wants to become the hammiest actor in Hollywood. <laughs> He's extremely successful. Yeah. Now that I think about it. And so then he sets up the thing where there's like Chase is in a cylinder and Robin's in a cylinder. And there's a whole thing of like, do you, is it Bruce Wayne or Batman? Can they coexist? Which one of these is he going to save? It goes on forever. Mm-hmm. And Batman says, wait, I have a riddle for you. And the riddler says, for me? Really? He can't resist. So it's just time to get the Batarang and smash something. He he throws it up above him and something smashes and something Everything blows up. Yep. This is one of them this is one of them single points of failure. He did it. <laughs> Where you just throw the batarang at whatever's above you and it explodes. And then there's a chain reaction that makes everything explode. It's like the exhaust port in the Death Star. Right. You just hit yeah, you just hit that, mm-hmm. and then everything just blows up, and then power like goes into the Riddler's head, and the Riddler presses the button, and Chase falls down the drain, and Robin falls down the drain. Yeah, they both fall. They both fall. Batman has to try and catch them, and so what happens is they're falling, and Batman is behind them and falling, and it turns out, you know how objects fall at the same rate? Yes. Unless you're really trying. Right. And then you can fall faster. You just have to really want to. You have to fall better than the other ones. Well, the bat suit is so aerodynamic, you know. Yeah. And so he uses the bat orang, I guess. He catches Chase. And he catches Robin. And then everyone's safe. And then fucking Two-Face is still there. And Batman does the same trick again. Of of saying, like, well, what about this, Two-Face? And just kind of, like, distracting him by talking to him. Oh, yeah. And he says, how about you've forgotten your coin? And then Batman goes into his change purse. They did not sell this toy, the change purse Batman, <laughs> with a fanny pack. And he just goes, and, and he throws lots of coins in the air. And Two-Face doesn't know what coin is his. And he falls. And something else explodes. He's, like, yeah, frantically reaching to try to catch all the coins so he can catch his yeah. true coin. Right. That I think is good. If they had only stuck to the coin being so important too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That actually made a difference. Yeah. And he falls and they watch him fall. Literally 40 seconds ago, Batman caught two people falling down this same tunnel. But they just watched Two-Face go. Yes. And Batman has also been telling Robin for the whole movie, you can't kill Two-Face. You can't do it. Yep. We're we're just not going to do it. And then he just and watches him die. Specifically, like, Robin had Two-Face, and instead of letting him fall, pulled him back. Right. Which was a moral victory for Robin. Yeah. Yeah, no, this time... All right, Dick, you learned your lesson, so now let's just... Uh... <laughs> right. Now we just watch the man drown. Yeah. You still get You still get the moral victory. And then, we, and then it's just clean up from there. Like, Riddler's all, like, lumpy and broken. Yeah, why? There's this shot where his face is like distorting with like, circa 90, 1995 computer animation. But yeah. then when he when it's all done, his his whole head is misshapen, it's including like his chin. Like there's prosthetic makeup yeah. on Jim Carrey's chin, making it look bigger. Why, if he was absorbing brain waves, would his chin get bigger? 
I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that's one of those. That's one of the mysteries. Looks, I agree with you. It looks really weird. It does. But luckily, Batman's figured everything out. Mm-hmm. He says, I had to save them both. You see, I'm both Bruce Wayne and Batman. He figured it out. Yeah. Not because I have to be. Because I choose to be. That's it. So it turns out all psychological drama is over. All traumas are healed. We've read the big red leather book. <laughs> I am not this insane vigilante because I'm driven to it by my childhood trauma. I am now an insane vigilante because I choose to be. <laughs> this is a... Uh... He decides that that is a satisfying response and his... yeah. Girlfriend, yeah. who is a professional psychologist, just yeah. accepts that as his answer. I feel like she's not that good at it. <laughs> and then and then we go to Arkham Asylum. Right. Chase is there for a consultation. And then it's just like a cute little comedy scene where he says he knows the identity of Batman. Mm-hmm. And we're giving we're giving Jim Carrey one more one more go around. Oh yeah, he's having a great time. To be crazy. And uh he says that he's Batman and he's flapping his little straight jacket arms <laughs> and that's the end of jim carrey mm-hmm. that's a wrap it's a happy ending as you always want in a bad movie yeah a, a nice romantic moment with the the love interest before she is never seen or heard from never again. Seen. <laughs> yes and he gives back the dream doll the malaysian dream yeah one. yeah he says i won't be needing this anymore he has solved it he solved the yeah. entire uh problem of of Yep. man's duality what a weird thing to carry around with you and give to somebody at this moment yeah no i'm just gonna hand you back your malaysian dream warden he had it in his utility belt and they kiss and she says don't work too late so now this is totally like he's now on the like this actually now is just his job alfred is very happy to see them kiss he's there's a shot of him reacting like yes yeah oh, yeah is, isn't that nice he's been, <laughs> I like he's when been, people smooch he's been working towards this the whole time yeah and then there's a big bat signal and Batman and Robin are running towards us. And that, that is the end. Then we hear the U2 song, finally, for the first time. <laughs> and then we hear the Seal song, finally, for the first time in the closing credits. Is that so this is the only time those two songs are? I was listening for them. I didn't hear them anywhere else unless I missed them. I forgot all about the soundtrack. I mean, I, we heard the Flaming Lips song uh, right. prominently, for sure. But... Yeah. But then the other two, so this, it, I actually had not, I didn't even remember that this is where Kiss from a Rose came from. Oh, yeah. And it was, it was so ubiquitous that yeah. summer when this came out. Yeah. There's a line in that song where he says, to me, you're like a growing addiction. And for years, I thought that that line was, to me, you're like a grown up dictionary. <laughs> and I, I didn't really know what that meant, but it sounded kind of poetic. Like, I don't know, you bring meaning to my life. You're like a grown-up yeah, dictionary. a grown-up dictionary. Yeah. I don't know that either of the two hit songs from the soundtrack really have anything to do with the movie. I guess, like, they both, the music videos had clips from the movie. Maybe Kiss from a Rose is sort of about no Batman's relationship well, there's a, with Chase, there's a but not Rose. Really. Oh yeah, that's probably what inspired it. I would imagine that the song comes first, and then Warner Warner Brothers Records. This basically is what's happening here: is Warner Brothers Records is like, what songs are going to come out that summer? And the answer is these two, and then we put them in the movie, and that is synergy. What would have made this movie better? 
Oh, um, I mean, another pass at the screenplay, obviously. Could you, could you, could you have made this into a better movie? What would, what would that be? Yeah, I, well, I so I still think it's fun to watch. I think that's mm-hmm. the main thing. We've been picking it apart, but yeah. my opinion that it is fun to watch because it is loud and bright colored and strange. Yeah, because, yeah, that hasn't changed. I don't know. Like, would it have actually made the movie any better to make the characters? act like real people talk like real people maybe maybe not (laughs) i feel like two-face i feel like two-face could be improved yeah i guess yeah that's the main thing i mean both of the villains could stand to be less similar to each other like 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 i've been saying they're both just maniac supervillains who are just laughing hysterically the entire movie and trying to kill batman two-face is just not two-face in the movie he's just a guy yeah and the Riddler is actually mad science man. Right. The riddles don't actually do anything. Yeah, yeah. He does a ton of things in this movie that have zero to do. Him like blow the, the little bouncy rubber ducks. Right. That blow things up. Right. Nothing to do with a riddle. Yeah, he's not really the Riddler. He's the brainwave TV. Yeah, mad science crazy man. And two faces the two faces the shoot 'em up mafia crazy man. Yeah. So they they would have had to have a different master plan then, yeah. If they were actually acting like their traditional comic book selves, yeah. But there, yeah, there must have been some way they could have done that. You know what? I I might even make I might make allowances for Two Face if the Riddler actually did like riddle things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a problem that it's both of them. It bothers me that they, that the riddles don't do anything. Yeah. And that's not how he finds, like, it's not even how he finds them. How does he find the mad science place once he's figured out the <laughs> riddle? Oh, it's Mr. E. Um... It's, it's Edward Nigma. Oh, my God. Edward Nigma is the Riddler. Therefore, let's go to this island. Let's go to this random island that we don't. Yeah. Maybe that's how the island. sonar suit uh, works. Maybe that's where that comes in. The, the sonar it's suit. Picking up where's, yeah, where's sure. a guy whose yeah. name already sounds like the Riddler. Yeah. So I'm unsatisfied. I'm unsatisfied with that. Yeah. Especially because the Batman then like actually does the Riddler where the riddles matter. All right. So we got to fix. So we'll fix that. Is there anything else that we could have done? Make it a musical. I think. I think. Yeah. Adding actual musical numbers. For sure. Yeah. You got to think. Joel that would have great. Would have would have liked to do that. Yeah. And so just looking at this as a pivotal moment, superhero movie history, what would you say the impact of this film is? Uh, I mean, it it made so much money. It definitely made the studios want to keep making keep making superhero them. movies. Um, it, well, and the merchandise, like that's yeah, merchandise driving the the actual creative decisions yeah. behind mm-hmm. these things. It turns out, yeah, it turns out that works. That works real well. I know the Marvel people tried for a really long time to get movies made of their yeah characters but by this point just watching watching the money roll in on the batman movies the marvel guys must have been like okay we gotta do something like even if it's just the x-men you know it's not it doesn't have to be spider-man it doesn't have to be the avengers let's let's start with the x-men something it still took them years it was it was five years later until they made x-men and another two years after that they did spider-man yeah Yeah, it took them a really long time to figure that Mm. out and possibly like you know one thing that i think this particular moment basically told everybody like oh wait this is a 
thing. Like there were Superman one and two that were really good. And then Superman three and Superman four were terrible. It's like, oh, well, I guess that's just, you know, Superman. I guess there aren't that many stories to tell. And then they do it again with Batman. And they get to basically the exact same pattern of like Batman one and two. Yeah are really good and then number three not so much and then number four is really bad and that just tells folks like oh this is actually inevitable this is what's gonna happen right and yet i wonder if this is where people just sort of resigned themselves to okay this is just how these these franchises are gonna be i do remember at the time a lot of uh reviews and and people talking about oh batman forever i guess that's how long they're gonna keep making these movies yeah Yeah. and they were right because they just they They were right there will be a never-ending <laughs> onslaught. There will always be another movies until we're all dead. Another, another riddle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and more toys to sell. Yes, uh, that's not quite as big a thing, I guess. I mean, toys definitely, but like you don't really see the McDonald's tie-ins as much anymore, or definitely not the soundtrack. That that's not as big a deal anymore. But yeah, it kind of feels like they've actually. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. They've kind of grown beyond it almost. Like, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of merchandise, but like. I think the movies make so much actually at the box yeah. office now. Well, and I guess it's more about the overall brand. So it's not yeah. just Batman yeah. Forever, a movie that is coming out this summer. Now it's just constantly making sure that everybody knows that Batman, the, the Avengers character is exists. just a yeah. thing that and exists. You can yeah. buy this toy for grownups and you can buy this toy for yeah. kids and you can buy this toy for teenagers. And Yeah. Ryan, where can we find you? In the world, if we want to, if we want to hear from you again, yeah. Well, I I feel like there was a period a while back where everybody was like, I don't know how much longer Twitter is going to last, and then we were like, okay, I guess we're going to still be on Twitter. <laughs> no, I guess and still now here. I think yeah. we're coming back around to like, I don't know how much longer Twitter is going to last, but as of now, oh, that will that will be that will be with us forever. Yes, as of now, I'm on Twitter at me Ryan Rowe. Uh, my Tough Pig stuff you can find on the Tough Pigs website at Tough Pigs on Twitter and Facebook and various places. And the Muppet Movie Podcast is moving right along, a Muppet Movie Podcast. And we're about to wrap up Muppet Christmas Carol. So that'll be fun. Yeah. It's a fantastic podcast. Thank you. For more comedy about the history of superhero movies, you can go to the blog at SuperheroesEveryday.com. If you like the show, please leave a review. Or you could reach me on Twitter, Facebook, or on the blog. I would love to hear from you. And please tell everybody that you know about the show. Coming up in the next episode, Ryan Steens returns to talk with me about the 2003 Ang Lee-Eric Bana collaboration, Hulk. It's going to be good, y'all. Here's a taste of what's coming. If people fear what they don't understand, then I must be terrified of this movie. Because I have no idea what's going on from one minute to the next. They don't show up and go, we're shutting you down if we don't see results. Like, that is the opposite of science. Which is very helpful. I feel like more movies should do this. Just print the villain's motivation in neat little capital letters and just show it to the audience at the beginning of the movie. There's two different readings I have of this movie that both live in my head side by side. And because the movie does what it does, I don't know which is true. And that is basically the entire movie. It's just looking at parts of Bruce Banner and asking yourself, like, is he turning green or is this just the shitty lighting? All right, get excited for that and come back next week for the Superheroes Everyday Podcast. Thanks for listening. Love you. Bye.
be the city's newest, most eligible bachelor. Gotham must know. Oh. 